Welcome to SK Chat, a podcast. In this week's episode, hashtag not baby Grogu, we'll be covering the latest season of The Mandalorian and our reactions. guys and welcome to sk chat a podcast this week we are talking about one of the best series to come out of disney plus one of the best series of 2020 Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go so far as to say that Mm -hmm. the mandalorian oh yes this was not an episode that was in cat and my's original lineup but after watching season two and that finale, we were like, you know what? We need to make an exception. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about the Mandalorian this season. We have to. Yeah, we had to make a switch. It just, it was too good to put it off to later. Exactly. So, because season one, I mean, it wasn't that far off. Season one came out in 2019, right? Yep. Last fall. Um, yeah, last fall. It feels like it just came out, though, to be honest, because um, I feel like because of the format of the show coming out like once every week and it just being such epic episodes, I feel like the, the gap between season one and season two didn't feel that long. But then again, I have pandemic brain, so like nothing feels long to me anymore. I, I don't feel like the gap felt so long, but... I don't know, because it all came out like one week at a time, I haven't gone back and rewatched season one. Mm-hmm. I know I'm sure people have, but I didn't. So when I started season two, season one was really far in my brain. Like there's a yeah. lot that I didn't remember. So we're going to switch things up a little bit this episode because I also didn't go back and rewatch season one. And for a lot of things I do. <laughs> So Kat and I are actually going to do a little quiz. Um, unfortunately, this is not a BuzzFeed quiz. I couldn't know. find a good one, which is fine. It's okay. BuzzFeed, contact me, hit me up. We can make one together. Um, <laughs> how well do you remember The Mandalorian Season 1? So this is a quiz that Kat and I are going to do together. And we're going to see how we do. Okay. Perfect. So introduction to the quiz. In true Mando style, this is going to be straight to the point. No messing and no faffing. Here's everything you need to know. This will test your knowledge of season one. Um, And it says, if you want to cheat, but we're not going to cheat. We're just doing it as two people. Okay. Um, Prove that you're the greatest Mandalorian mastermind in the galaxy. Okay. So let's do it. First question. Mandalorians traditionally come from which planet? Manduin, Mandalore, Mandiran. Mandalore. Mandalore. I agree. Yes. Got it. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to be an easy or a hard quiz, but I feel like thus far it's easy. It might get harder. Yeah, exactly. Knock on some wood. Okay. Um, What mantra and moral code do the Mandalorians live their lives by? And so it goes. This is the way. As you wish. Easy peasy. This is the way. (laughs) Easy peasy, this is the way. Oh, okay, cool. So it says, like, correct, okay? So it says, as you wish is from The Princess Bride, which I did know, because The Princess Bride is one of my top five movies. 
Um, and So It Goes is an incredibly beautiful song written by Billy Joel. Okay. Okay. So, so far we're two for okay. two because it tells okay. you if you got it right. Okay. Which Game of Thrones actor plays the titular character of the Mandalorian? I remember this. So there's I Pedro. actually yeah. have not seen Game of Thrones ever. Like, I've we're not watched watch any, but I know who the actor is, so... Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, so we're going to watch Game of Thrones because I think it would be so funny for you to watch Game of Thrones and go through the hype with me. I'd rewatch it with you. Um, this is an aside because, like, I want you to feel what everyone felt when we watched, like, when we watched that series in real time. And the last season, which apparently ruined it. You'll see. I'm not saying okay. anything. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the actors are Pedro Pascal, Kit Harington, and Nicolaj Coster-Waldo. It's Pedro Pascal. Yes, it is. Kit Harrington is Jon Snow, and Nicolas Coster-Waldo is Jamie Lannister. Jamie okay. Lannister is one of my favorite characters in Game of Thrones. Okay, Pedro Pascal, we are we are good. So far, not too hard. I thought it would okay. get into this the nitty-gritty. This is really easy. Okay. The Mandalorian's real name is not revealed until episode 8 of the show. What is it? Saj Gerrera, Din Djarin, and Cassian Andor. Easy. Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Okay. Oh, so it says Cassian Andor and Saw Gerrera are both characters in Rogue One. Yeah. Played by Diego Luna and Forrest Whitaker. Cassian Andor, yep. I remember. I didn't remember the other one. Saw Gerrera is the kind of like hybrid android guy that, uh, what's her name? The main character she looks for. He saved her when she was a little girl. Yeah, so I, re- I know who the character is. Like, I know Forrest Whitaker, but like, I don't, I like... I'm a face person. I By looking at that name, I had no idea. Hmm. Okay. The Mandalorian TV series was created by which actor who regularly appears in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Just... John Favreau, Clark Gregg, or Idris Elba? Too easy. John Favreau. It's, it's Too John easy. Favreau. I would say um, actor-director because he has directed a lot of movies as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. But not for Marvel, so I get it. Has he not directed for Marvel at all? No. No? He's directed for Disney. Oh. Which, but like not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm pretty sure. He did the Jungle Hmm. Book. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Okay. Everyone loves calling it, I don't know why it's it, it's him, (laughs) Baby Yoda. But what is its correct name in the series? The infant, the child, the kid. The child. The child. Okay. Gina Carano plays Cara Dune in the show. Before taking up acting, she made her name in which sport? Ooh. I don't know this. Uh, Soccer, mixed martial arts, swimming. I think it's mixed martial arts. I was going to say that's my biggest guess. Yes, we're right. Yay. So far, okay. we're, we're, we have all correct. All right. Okay. This one's going to be easy. Chronologically, which of these three adventures happens first in the Star Wars timeline? So there's the Mandalorian, the Last Jedi, um, and a new hope. A new hope. It's a new hope, right? Because it's a new hope, yeah. then the Mandalorian, and then the Last Jedi. Yep. Perfect. Yes. Okay. What is the name of the droid in the picture? So it's the droid that's um, 
The assassin droid. The assassin droid, right? Like the the, the tall, skinny one. Yeah. So it's IG-11, IG-66, IG-3PO. It's IG-11. Is it? I okay. think it's IG-11. Going with what you yes. said. Yes! It was either for me IG-11 or IG-66. I can remember the number, but you got I, it. It's IG-11. That I remember. Okay. The same droid is voiced by which actor from New Zealand? So IG-11 is voiced by who? Sam Neill, Carl Urban, or Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi, right? It is. Yeah, it's Taika Waititi. Okay. Yes! Okay. What name is given to the Mandalorian's ship? Razorcrest, Slave One, or the Scimitar? It's Razorcrest. Okay. Well, it's not Slave One. Well, it's not Slave One, but I don't... Wait. I don't know. Am I confusing? No, wait. I don't think it's Razorcrest. Okay, I'm confusing another space show. Because I've been watching The Expanse, and the Razorcrest is the ship on The Expanse. So it's not the Razorcrest. Okay. Well, it's not Slave One. That's all I'm contributing to this answer. So then is it the Scimitar? I guess. Let's try it. Oh, it is the Razorcrest. Ah! So, oh, one, the scimitar belongs to Darth Maul. Huh. Yeah, and Slave One is the name of Boba Fett's ship. Yeah, well, that one we knew, but... I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. You, so you didn't also, know Slave One was Boba Fett's ship? No, I didn't. Oh, well, now you know. So, you know what? Maybe the, the Expanse also has the same name ship. I have to look that up now. Because I was like, oh, it can't. It can't be the name, same name. Okay, it's the Razorback. That's oh, why I okay. got confused. So it's the Razorback that's on The Expanse, which is a really good show. We should do that for an episode of our podcast. Yeah, you I would started. like that show. I started, but I'm still like early episodes. Okay, which Breaking Bad star plays Moff Gideon? Did you watch Breaking Bad? No. Okay, I did. So I, I'm not help. I'm not helpful in any no, way no. to this okay. this question. So, I have no idea. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, Bob Odenkirk, and Brian Cranston. It's Giancarlo Esposito. All right. Well, you got it. it. Okay. The Bounty Hunters Guild is based on which planet? Tatooine, Naboo, Navarro. It's Navarro. Yeah, it's Navarro. There's no more Naboo, and it's not Tatooine. Naboo was blown up? Yeah, in A New Hope. Uh, no, no, it's not Naboo. It's... Uh, no, Coruscant was blown up. No, Coruscant and... What's the other planet that was blown up? Alderaan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Naboo blown up as well? No, I don't think it was. I don't think was Naboo it? was blown up. I don't know. I don't know. How many planets were blown up? Too many. <laughs> okay. Which famous actor provides the gruff voice for Quill? So there's Nick Nolte, James Earl Jones, Liam Neeson. It's not James Earl Jones, and it's not no. Liam Neeson. Yeah, so, so it has, I was going to say it's not Nick Nolte, but I guess it has to, and it is, by process it of elimination. <laughs> okay. Um, Carl Weathers plays the leader of the Bounty Hunters Guild. What is his name in The Mandalorian? Oh. So there's Fennec Shand. No. No, it's not that. Toro Calican? Maybe. And Grief Karga. Uh, 
Calican? I think it's Toro Calican. That sounds right. It sounds but I don't. Right. It sounds right. Okay, let's go with that. Oh! oh! Fennec Shand, an assassin, and Toro Calican, a young bounty hunter, are two guest characters who appear in Chapter 5 of The Mandalorian. Hmm. Okay. See, so it was a character from the show. It's just not the right one. Mm, not the right one. Okay. Which of these Hollywood stars did not direct an episode of The Mandalorian Season 1? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Taika Waititi, and James Franco. I know Bryce Dallas Howard has actually directed more than one. And okay. I think Taika Waititi has as well. So I would... Say oh, James I would buy Franco. So? Yeah, 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 but but we are I'm not right. sure. Oh yes, <laughs> we're right. Bryce okay, ha- Dallas Howard has done multiple ones. I was surprised. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Which American comedian plays one of the mercenaries working with the Mandalorian on a prison rescue mission? I know this one. Okay, uh, I don't Bill know. Bill Burr, John Mulaney, and Patton Oswalt. It's Bill Burr. Okay. Because a year before, or maybe six months before The Mandalorian came out, people knew that he was on, like, he was in a Star Wars project, but he couldn't talk about it. And it was The Mandalorian. But he Hmm. could talk about, like, his experience with the crew and stuff and, like, how was it different? Because he's a comedian, right? He's never been Mm -hmm. in, like, a big, quote-unquote, motion picture style series. But But they were like, oh, maybe it's a movie, right? He couldn't say that it was a television show. Yeah. So he could like, he was, it was very hush hush, but it's Bill Burr. And he did a really good job, in my opinion. Yeah, he was uh, Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. He was really good. Which of these is not the name of an episode in series one of The Mandalorian? So there's Sanctuary, The Sin, and The Samaritan. I don't I, think it's the sin. Okay, so you think the sin is one of them? I think the sin is an episode. Okay. I think. I was going to say sanctuary sounds right. Yeah, let's go with that. Well, I mean, I think like the sanctuary is an episode. Oh, okay, okay. And I think the Samaritan is an episode. I think the sin is not an episode. Mm, I think the sin is an episode. So what do we do? So wait. So if the sin is an episode, which one is it? Because they the name of it goes with the episode, right? It's it's when he, if if I'm deducing the sin is that he saves. He goes against the bounty, like he did the mission, and then he should oh, take his bounty and move oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, so that does make sense. So then. Okay, but then Sanctuary and the Samaritan. It's tough. Okay, the sin makes sense now. So then it between Sanctuary... Okay, maybe Sanctuary isn't one. And the Samaritan is because the Samaritan is when he has nowhere else to go and somebody takes him in, right? Wouldn't that be Sanctuary? Yeah, but that's exactly why it doesn't... I'm going to have to flip a coin on it. What's your feeling? I... Samaritan? I don't think they would call it Samaritan, right? Because this is a universe that doesn't have that. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, call I it think... a Samaritan. Okay, so let's click that one. Samaritan. Oh, we're right. Oh. 
My stress. Yeah, I was I was really sure about the sin, but the other two threw me. The other okay. two threw me. Um, so, which famous film film director stars as the client, the mysterious man who hires the Mandalorian to find the child? Werner Herzog, Ron Howard, Terry Gilliam. Isn't it Terry Gilliam? Terry Gilliam? I don't know. It seems about, it seems right. Okay, let's do Terry Gilliam. <laughs> it's Werner Herzog. Okay, I would never have gotten that. Okay. Uh, you got, we got 16 on 19 correct. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. I was going to say that's actually very good. That's, that's pretty good, good for something lie. we've watched only once, I must yeah, say. Yeah, that is pretty good. But it was very easy in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I thought they would delve more into like the nitty gritty of what actually happened in each mm-hmm. episode, and then I would have done horribly, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, um, when did that happen? <laughs> who, who is that again? Wait, what? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. So now that we've refreshed our memory a little bit, we've kind of talked a little bit about what we thought of the Mandalorian. But let's get into it just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, were you like really pumped up to watch The Mandalorian this season? Yeah, I I was super excited. I think it's one of the shows that I was most anticipating. Season one was just fantastic. Like it, it was from beginning to finish. It was a very well-rounded show. And so I was looking really forward to season two. And I felt that because of the pandemic, some of the content that was promised on Disney Plus has kind of been, you know, by no fault of Disney's, of Disney's, you know, but some of the shows that should have come already haven't. So this was something that I was super excited about. And it was, it delivered. I have to say it delivered. What about you? Um, so you know what, when I heard about the Mandalorian season one, I kind of was like, uh, you know, like, I'm sure it'll be good, but it won't be great. Right. Mm -hmm. But the hype was real. (laughs) And I was, um, for season one, what's surprising is I would actually watch it at work because when it started coming out, I was still at work. Right. So I would Mm -hmm. watch it. It came out on Fridays. So I would watch yeah. it during my lunch break because I had an hour and a half for lunch. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it during my lunch break um, while I'd eat lunch. Super happy. And then I'd go home and watch it with my fiance again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd be like, but you're watching it twice. Like, it, can it really be that good? And I'm like, yeah, because the first time I'm so like excited. The second time I can really enjoy it. Yeah. And like pay attention to things that I wasn't paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's been a while, season one. So when season two was finally announced and it was supposed to be coming out, I was like, oh, cool. Like season two, that's so great. But like, I forgot how good season one was. So I kind of put off watching season two. I actually put it off to the point that like, I was that almost like episode four was almost out and I hadn't watched a single episode yet. Mm-hmm. So when I finally did... I, I like watched all three back to back and I was like, I am so stupid. I cannot believe that I let this series air for three weeks and I didn't bother watching it. I was so mad at myself um, because it was exactly as good as I remembered season one being. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the sense that like it left me wanting more but not in the like um like not in a bad way where you kind of feel like ripped off like oh my god like you just had a whole filler episode to like make me want to know what the next part is and you're gonna hold off until next week it was that perfect balance of like giving and taking at the same time i loved it it was fantastic honestly it's the quality was so good i wish we could watch mandalorian on the big screen like it Mm. was so good there were scenes in the show that were fantastic and i was watching it on my tv and i was like i wish i wish i had like a movie theater to watch this on it's so well done it's so good it's so engaging it was fantastic and i've watched a lot of um like mini clips of like how they film it and interviewing um the writers the creators um also like reading interviews um from John Favreau in particular because he's kind of the quote-unquote big name um Mm -hmm. that does like a lot of the interviews because I know that um there are other collaborators on this obviously but John Favreau is kind of the person that people look to when they talk about the series um and I remember him talking a lot about like the inspiration behind the series, how he wanted to basically make it kind of like the Lone Star Cowboy, but like in space. Yeah. And that's a very like anime thing to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There are actually anime series about like cowboys in space. But this is done from like a Star Wars perspective. And it and he also talked a lot about like the inspiration that a lot of like Japanese culture actually had on the show, the whole idea of like the samurai. Yeah. Um, and the, the whole tradition behind the samurai of like, you don't like a samurai can only be killed in battle because when, um, he's defeated in battle, he doesn't deserve the right to continue because he's met his first defeat. Right. So like a samurai who, who's been defeated shouldn't be a samurai. So they usually get killed, right? They like Mm -hmm. admit defeat and then they get killed. So he kind of talked about how that was a very big inspiration also behind like the Mandalorian race and like delving a little bit more into like the quote unquote religion that they follow mm-hmm. um, and combining all of those different things together to make this like really, really interesting show <laughs> that's shot with the quality of a movie. It's just yeah. so impressive. Yeah, one of the other uh, very high-up executive producers on the show is Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni mm. is the one who created the Clone Wars, and I feel like they had the they had the same vision for what they wanted, and Dave Filoni, he, like, if you look him up, he always has his cowboy hat, like, he's this huge uh. cowboy, and he, he brought in, like, the best parts of Clone Wars, he brought it into Mandalorian, and he's mm-hmm. always been the same, saying that for him, Star Wars has always been a space cowboy story. That's yeah. always how he's seen it, and they, mm-hmm. I think together they were finally able to bring that vision to life with the budget and the quality of a show that couldn't have happened years ago, right? It, it just yeah. wouldn't have given what it what it produced now. So I think... I think they make like an outstanding team. Honestly, I don't think I don't think there are two other people in the Star Wars universe that could have pulled something like this off. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too that I find is like that's kind of the meme that's going around right now, and it's the whole idea that like each of the last like couple of generations have had their trilogy mm-hmm. of Star Wars movies, right? Um, so there was like four, five, six, 
And then during our generation, one, two, three was what was really like in theaters when we were growing up. And now like seven, eight, nine came out. And a lot of what people talked about when they said that seven, eight, nine was coming out was the whole idea of bringing Star Wars to like a new generation of cinema goers and to kind of like reignite the love for Star Wars that um, especially people who watched the original four, five, six movies, um, mm-hmm. you know, that like love, sometimes obsessive love. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and that basically a lot of people said that like seven, eight, nine really missed the mark. And a lot of people said that it couldn't be done because, you know, Star Wars was really something so far apart from everything else that was coming out at the time that you really can't create something like that in this day and age. Um, that's going to have the same impact because we're so surrounded by media these days that, you know, you can't, it's really hard to be a visionary Mm -hmm. the way that they were at that time. Um, And then, you know, the meme is that like John Favreau's wearing like glasses and holding a beer and he's just like, (laughs) hold my beer. Like, let me take the Mandalorian and like, I'll show you how it's done because a lot of people I know have watched the Mandalorian have not consumed any other real Star Wars content Mm -hmm. and absolutely love this series and can appreciate it despite not knowing any of the other things that are going on, right? Like, spoiler, if you don't know who Boba Fett is, it doesn't take away from season two. But if you do know who Boba Fett is, it adds this whole other layer and it elevates it so that if you're a quote-unquote OG fan, all of a sudden this opens up all these doors And people who are new to it will suddenly go, oh, Boba Fett, oh, he's in one of the movies. Let me watch that movie, right? And so all of a sudden, people become more and more interested in the Star Wars universe and all of its content. Yeah, I think I think that's putting it perfectly. I mean, I don't disagree. I don't want we we already got into this in our Star Wars episode. And if you haven't watched that, go ahead, go, 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 go check it out. Listen to it because you can't watch it. Don't look at a screen expecting to see us. We're not there. <laughs> look at our beautiful logo as you listen to that episode, The Fault exactly. in Our Death Star. Yes. Uh, it is available. Episode six. Hint, hint. But um, <laughs> I, I do, I, kind, I, I agree with the last trilogy was really to uh, create a new generation of Star Wars fans. It was it was tying it in also to all the money that Disney is putting into the parks to bring Star Wars in. It's it was creating a whole like universe, and mm. I I totally get that. But what the Mandalorian is achieving is connecting things that I I feel the the last trilogy didn't quite connect as much with the initial trilogy, mm-hmm. and I. Sure, there was, you know, uh, Han Solo and Leia and Luke, and that was great. And I completely, like, appreciated that, and I thought that that was amazing. But The Mandalorian is doing it in indirect ways as well. You know, like like yeah. you said, there is Boba Fett, but there's all these, you know, like, in one of the episodes, he's being chased by X-Wings. Like, that yeah. scene was fantastic. And it yes. didn't matter who the... the 
I don't want to say the driver, but the pilot was yeah. in the in the X Wing. It didn't matter. It was the whole like visual and the whole like direction of that scene and how there was a chase that was so mm-hmm. reminiscent of the original trilogy yes. that we didn't necessarily we got new things. You know, we got Poe Dameron and like his yeah. new way of doing things in the new trilogy, but it wasn't reminiscent. And the Mandalorian really like tied that in. Mm-hmm. You know, you really could feel that it was the follow up of the original trilogy. This is what's happening once the initial trilogy finished. This is what's going on in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that, um, yeah, it's just really indescribable because I feel like I was really excited for the the new trilogy to come out. Mm -hmm. But the excitement I feel about The Mandalorian is just really incomparable because not that the, the trilogy was bad, but this is just so much better. Yeah. I agree. And there's so much more stuff now that The Mandalorian has shown the potential that Disney Plus has with its audience and the quality that Disney is able to bring to a series like that. The -hmm. fact that they're producing so much more Star Wars content that ties into this universe. um, And we talked about it in our Star Wars episode. But that just makes me even more excited to see what else is coming because I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg for what what's going to be available to us soon. Yeah, I completely agree. I I feel like they, I think they knew they had something great on their hands, but the fact that it went so well just in season one last year pushed them at full speed ahead with all of these spinoffs of The Mandalorian or other shows that are not necessarily related to The Mandalorian, but are in the Star Wars universe that are going to tie all sorts of things together. So I'm, 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 Thank you, John Favreau and Dave yes. Filoni, because <laughs> thank you, <laughs> you have you are creating amazing content, and I'm I'm here for it. I am here for it. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, so to t- like to to segue into our next topic, mm-hmm. um, who were your favorite characters in season one and season two? Mm-hmm. Um, in season one, I really liked Cara Dune. I think yeah. she was fantastic, and I'm glad that she had a bigger role in uh, season two, that she came back, that she just wasn't a one-and-done kind of yes. character. Um, season, Like I said, like season one is really far yeah. in my mind, so are there other characters that I really liked? If there are, I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I loved Mando, and I loved Baby Yoda, if, that's, mm-hmm. uh, if, that's, if we're allowed to call him that. Um, but I must say in season two, um, Fennec Shan, so Ming-Na was amazing. And like, like we were mentioning before we started recording, I couldn't even remember that she was in season one. That's how far back it was. I was like, oh, (laughs) she's cool. And then I would like read up on the episode after watching it and they were like, oh my God, she's back. And I was like, back from where? (laughs) So it took me a little while, but yeah, she was really awesome. But like my highlight is probably uh, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yes. On, in live action is Amazing. great. Chef's kiss. Amazing. Yes, it was, it was epic. And it again, it's just another example of how the Mandalorian is tying all these things in. She is tying in the Clone Wars, yes. which a lot of people have not watched because it's animated and they're... A lot of people will think, oh, that's a kids show or yeah. it doesn't interest them or they don't like the animation or all sorts of reasons. Mm-hmm. But bringing her into this show and she was extremely well received. Yeah. Like you said, people will be, oh, 
maybe I'll go check that out finally. Maybe I will go look into Clone Wars and I'll mm-hmm. have a look at what's going on. So I really, I have to say that Ahsoka Tano was probably my, my top and um, Fennec Shand was yeah. also very good. What about yeah, you? I would have to completely agree. I was going to literally name those same two people. <laughs> well, the same three, right? Cara Dune in season one and then Ahsoka Tano and... Um, Fennec, definitely. Like, those were really my top. I mean, if we're going to talk about, like, minor characters, um, Boba Fett, the fact that he came back was just, like, the wild card, and I love it. Um, I think it was such an homage to bring the actor who plays Jango Fett to play Boba Fett. That was so good. Like, I... Hats off to them. Like, it... Again, it just... It tied it in to the, the... The... prequel trilogy right they didn't have to do that but they did they tied it into the prequel trilogy they they're bringing everything together yeah and it's just yeah it just like it really was like leaps and bounds better than like i could have even thought about it because a lot of Mm -hmm. times you think like oh like i can't get the same person so i just won't bother right you'll just get somebody else but no like they went the extra mile and then in terms of villains moff gideon is just like the best (laughs) yeah I think he's, like, fantastic. He is. Um, And the thing is that, like, you haven't watched Breaking Bad, so you don't know. But, like, he's a villain in Breaking Bad as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just, like, he's such a fantastic actor that um, it's such a pleasure to see him on the screen again. And when I saw that he was in this, I, I got, like, pumped up. And my fiance was watching with me and he's like, oh, this is going to be good now because he also <laughs> knows who this actor is. Um, and we were not disappointed with his performance. It was great. It was it was really good. I mean, like like you said, I haven't seen that show, but I appreciated him being in The Mandalorian. He's fantastic. He's really, really top. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I. Ap- Apparently, John Favreau has an uncredited cameo in The really? Mandalorian. Oh, it's in season one. Okay, well, we're going to have to look into okay, that. Okay, we have oh. to find it. And Dave Filoni also has a cameo in oh. season one and season two. So anyway, we're going to have to look into yeah, these, I, I have think. to rewatch it now. I don't know what Dave Filoni looks like. Let me find that now because I'm very okay. curious. He's the dude with a cowboy hat. Like, you yeah, can't forget I know, him. But like, oh, that is so cool. Okay, yeah. So, I feel like I have seen his face. I can't I can't place him, but um we'll see I, I don't know. We'll have to we we I have to rewatch. I can't do the same thing until we wait for season 3. Like I really have to Yeah. Exactly, I have to commit. Exactly. I have to commit this time yeah. and rewatch yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. That's just the way it is. But um I really liked Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Um I, I couldn't put my hand on what I'd seen her in. She's been in tons of things, but I... Oh, yeah. She, she's been in tons of things, but I remember her from... Uh, was it uh, the Marvel show? Daredevil, I'm pretty yes. sure. She was yes, in Daredevil. exactly. She's the nurse. Yes, exactly. That's what I... That's what I... That's what pinged me. I mean, she's been in other things, but I think she did a fantastic job. I hope mm-hmm. she will be back. I hope that's not the last we see of Ahsoka Tano. In Mandalorian, I know that Ahsoka is going to have her own show, but I hope I, I'm hoping for the future that there will be crossovers. I don't know, like I'm, yeah. I love crossovers. I love hinting at things. I love that 
it brings the whole universe together, right? I don't, it, yeah. I don't need them to like see each other every every episode, but a little like a little hint, a little, a little nod towards everything else that's going on. I think, I think is really cool. Yeah, definitely. And the thing is that like I wasn't expecting Ahsoka Tano to show up. Mm-hmm. Period. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I haven't watched Clone Wars, but um, from what I understand. It's kind of left a little bit like mysterious what happens to her. Well, I haven't watched the last season. Disney Plus, because it was quote unquote canceled after Mm -hmm. season six. And then Disney Plus finished it. So there's a season seven now. I haven't watched it and I haven't wanted to spoil it. I think they something. I think they concluded, but I can't can't guarantee. So that's something I have to get into at some point. But yeah, so. So yeah, so I think a lot of people were not expecting her to show up either because if you think about it, right, um, this is happening after episode six, right? And Luke is kind of seen as like the, not the last Jedi, but kind of like the only one left, Mm -hmm. right? And all of these great masters have taught him, but like he's kind of like, it's just him now. Yeah. So the fact that she's like popping up, right? Um is very interesting and it's like very much a wild card situation kind of like in the wild wild west where things happen that you don't expect it's so great i mean i think i think the whole point of the og trilogy is that we are following luke's adventure and we are we we don't know what's going on in the background but from watching the uh, prequel trilogy and then now mandalorian what what they're showing us is that our focus was on Luke, you know, that was what was going on. But there's so much more going on in the galaxy. And like like Ahsoka says, she when she tells um, Mando to bring Baby Yoda to whatever old temple so that he can reach out in the Force, she yeah. tells him that another Jedi could come get him. But, could. So there could. Yeah. So, but, so she knows that there are others out there, but they're in hiding and they're not, you know, it's not, it's not the way things used to be. So mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's interesting because that opens the door, right? Yes, Just so true. much, so much all around, you know, and yeah. there's a lot we don't know, you know, when, when Luke finishes at the end of episode six and he starts training people and are there other Jedi that find him? Are there th- like, what, what goes on there? We don't know, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of possibilities yeah i agree with that that's true it does open up like your imagination in terms of what's going mm-hmm. next and that ties into because we're talking about luke that ties into the finale of season two. Oh my gosh i mean listen the the amount of spoilers we're going to be discussing if you haven't watched this by now like you need to exit <laughs> you need to go yeah. watch the mandalorian and then come back to continue listening mm-hmm. but that season finale was just like peak after peak after peak of perfection i mean really it was it was just it was unreal like i was watch i was watching it and i watched it like a few days late because i just it like when it came out it was kind of close to the holidays and i was really busy with work and all sorts of stuff so when i finally watched it and I had, you know, I had been off the internet, like, specifically. I was like, I am not ruining this. Like, I need to be surprised. I don't know what's happening. I need to find out. Yes. And it's really funny because, a little, like, side story. Um, I was trying not to go on Twitter, but I went on Twitter. And Mark Hamill posted, he wrote, he wrote after the Mando season finale, he wrote, So, 
watched any good TV shows lately? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, like cool. I guess he's asking for suggestions. Oh my god, or you something. Didn't no. Click no, 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 this. no. Well, I thought I thought he was talking about Mando and he was like pushing, you know, Star Wars content because of yeah. his role, but I didn't realize that be- it was because he was in it. And yeah. when once when I finished the the show, I was like, "Oh my god, that's why he tweeted that." That was my instant reaction. It was so oh, funny. So but, innocent. Um, Apparently, and 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 then I read up more about it, and he apparently he had just been keeping it a secret for like yeah. over a year now, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. They've shot this show so long ago. That's why they can tease stuff like the Book of Boba Fett mm. in season three, because most some of that stuff's already in the can. Yeah, you know, like it's done. They're editing that stuff already. Like they're adding the CGI to the scenes already. That's how far in they are, which is amazing. Talk yeah, about, it's good like, for us talk about like having you know like i feel like it's so amazing that all of these people can work on all of these amazing projects and not tell a soul (laughs) i know i know i don't i don't know i don't know if i'd have the self-control but that's fantastic so yeah the finale was i i you know i was expecting a jedi to come like Mm -hmm. i was like well he reached out into the forest so like it's gonna be a jedi yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I was watching it, and then when you see that it's an X-wing that docks on whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. on on Moff Gideon's, I was like, no, no, shut, shut, shut the front door. No, they did not. They did not. And then you know the, the green lightsaber, the green lightsaber, and you know see, and it was so funny because the person I I was watching it with, I was watching it with um with my partner but my sister's husband was streaming it with us because okay. he had already seen it but he wanted to watch it with us again uh-huh. so you know you can do like the um, disney um what's it called like it's a watch party i think yeah 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 so yeah i think it's a watch party it's called or a group mm-hmm. party or whatever and he was like <laughs> and he was like oh oh and so he's pretending that he didn't know but like in super ex- exaggeration and then he went <laughs> oh the hand Look at the hand, because then it's like yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's Luke's hand, and I was like, no, 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 it can't be. <laughs> it was too. It was too funny, but yeah, yeah. it was just it was, it was fantastic. Of course, it was, he would be the one to come and get Baby Yoda. But it was just like I I am I am so impressed with them that they tied this in together i'm just like i'm mind blown i'm mm-hmm. i don't know how they're gonna top this i gotta say I don't, I they will they will because clearly they've shown us that they can top it exactly but man that was that was something that was and i something. feel like it's so interesting too because it's really clear why they split off from the mandalorian and they're creating a whole show for boba fett this makes yeah. so much sense right Mm-hmm. Um, because now that Boba Fett has like performed his obligations, right, mm-hmm. for protecting, I'm gonna say Baby Yoda because I really don't agree <laughs> with with the Baby Grogu situation. <laughs> I respect that that's his name, but he is Baby Yoda to me, so I will call him Baby Yoda. Um, so when he performs his obligations, right, um, that cutscene at the end where he basically goes after um, Jabba. Yeah. And then just like sits on the throne with Fennec behind him looking like a badass. I was like, oh Ooh, 
damn. Is he going to take over the planet now? Like, what is going on? This is too cool. Yeah, I I don't know where that's going, but it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. And I don't know what we can expect from Mandalorian season 3. I think I think we're going to we're going to delve a lot into Mandalore itself and now yeah. that um Mando has the the black is it called the black What's saber or the black 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 something? Men, let me find it because I was the also black... I was going to bring that up. Black saber. I don't uh, know the what dark it's saber. The dark saber. So yeah. now that Mando has the dark saber, and you know she wants it back, she has to kill him to get it. And he's like, "No, just take it." And she's like, "No." And it's the whole thing. It's a whole thing. I feel like this is the direction we're gonna go yes. in. Um, but I'm hopeful that because we have in kind of parallel the Book of Fett, we're gonna have Ahsoka. Is there anything else in that same timeline? Oh, the um, the one with Cara Dune. She's the. Um, What's it called? What's her show the called? The first, um, high, not high order. No. Uh, it's, um. It's the Rangers. Ra- the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got exactly. Rangers of the New Republic. So there's a lot going on in the same time frame. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of little, like, hints to each other or slight crossovers. So, but I feel like that's where the focus is. I don't know if you have any, any other guesses as to where we're going well see this is the thing right so i read another meme about this and i feel like memes really express the view of the people so (laughs) the whole idea with the dark saber is that if you have the dark saber you in terms of like uh in terms of how like the people view you you are considered like the reign the person who should reign over mandalore right you are the person who will um, you know, quote unquote, control the Mandalorians, right? At least the mm-hmm. people who fight, right? So the yeah. army. And Bo Katan, the whole point of her going after Moth Gideon was to get the Dark Saber because it's a really important symbol that people are going to rally behind when she wants to take back Mandalore. And throughout the series, you keep hearing about Mandalore and you keep thinking, like, oh, it blew up, right? <laughs> it's one of those places that blew up. Yeah. But it didn't. It's still there. It's just so heavily controlled mm-hmm. that, you know, essentially the Bo-Katan who's part of, I guess, like the quote-unquote royal family of Mandalore had to, like, escape. They don't even live there anymore. A lot of the fighters of, Mandal- like, of Mandalore had to leave. Mm-hmm. So essentially it's a planet that's just, like, you know, guarded very heavily but not by its own people. Yeah, And so she wants to get the Darksaber, but the whole idea behind the Darksaber is that you're supposed to win it in battle by defeating your opponent who has it, right? Because mm-hmm. that means that like you can win without the Darksaber, which means you should have it. Hmm. So like I get that. But then the thing is, right, that like, un- like unbeknownst to him, right... Um, Mando fights Moff Gideon and wins it. And now yeah. Bo-Katan is just like, oh man. <laughs> because if he gives it to her in a gift, she didn't earn it. Which means she's not, like, she can't rule over Mandalore. Um, so <laughs> the meme that I saw to tie that in is that, like, technically Mando is now, like, in a position to be able to rule over Mandalore, right? Yeah. So people were like, Yo, he should just win back Mandalore 
and then write in a law that says that he can pass it down to whomever he chooses and then he can just give it to Bo-Katan. Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I definitely think that's where it's going. That he's going to have the power and then somehow she's going to want, she's going to, I don't know. I feel like he's going to try to give it to her. She'll somehow agree, but he'll still always be the one that's respected by the Mandalorians. Yeah. By the Mandalorian people. And I don't know. I feel like this is where we're going with the whole the whole story. And it was, you know, it was Moff Gideon's plan all along. You can see from the yeah. smirk that he wanted to be overpowered by Mando so that Mando was in a position of confrontation with Bo-Katan. Yeah, but. exactly. So the other thing too, and this is something that I've been thinking about a lot throughout the series, is that when he meets Bo-Katan, right, and yeah. she won't remove, like, and she removes her helmet, she shows her face, it doesn't matter, and he's just like, whoa, 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 what is happening here? And then she tells him that he's essentially part of a cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, is this fake news? <laughs> is he, like, is, is, maybe she's the one who's part of the quote-unquote cult you know what i mean yeah um and then the whole time that this is going on i was just like oh man like is he in a cult like does is he in a cult and he doesn't know (laughs) uh and then at the end um when he wins the dark saber and basically moff gideon is like laughing because he's like haha like i ruined your plans like now he's the one who's going to take over mandalore and you're just going to have to be like on the side or you have to kill him and then you lose one of your greatest allies bo katan haha i was like well he could just go and win back mandalore oh wait he's part of a cult so maybe they won't respect him (laughs) yeah they're Honestly, like, there's, I think that's a lot of what's going to be explored. Like, we have no idea, like, is he in a cult? Is she in a cult? Like, why are there these different factions? Like, I think it's going to really explore that whole, that whole side of their, of Mandalore's history, basically. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's something that's so interesting, because the whole, like, world history, world culture that we're going to be learning about in season three is something that I'm really, really interested in. Yeah, because I feel like that's really where that's what really holds up the story, because that whole um, history, culture, all of this like background information is really the foundation of a good story. Absolutely. So the fact that they put in so much time into all of this um, and that now we're going to get to explore all of that foundation is just mm, wonderful. It's exciting. Honestly, it's it's an exciting time to be alive. What can I say? Okay, so now let's talk about, like, the final moment. Okay. Which is when Mando takes off his helmet Mm -hmm. and Baby Yoda touches his face. I thought that was, like, I almost cried in that moment. I thought that was so beautiful. I think it was was very symbolic that he took off his helmet and that the the last thing that he allowed himself to do is be vulnerable with baby yoda i think i thought it was i thought it was beautiful i thought it was very touching i thought it demonstrated the connection that they have yeah and yeah it was it was awesome and i think the other thing too i think what a lot of people were saying as well is that the last time someone touched his face was when he was a child and his parents were hiding him so that he'd survive. And it's like his Mm -hmm. mother was the last one to touch his face, kind of the way that like, you know, like a parent who cares for your child, right? 
So now the last person to have touched his face is a child that he cared for. That's true. It's like, oh. it's a whole, like, the symbolism, the feelings. My goodness. John Favreau. <laughs> Hats Wizard. off to you. Wizard. Yeah, Wizard. Wizard. Jedi. Jedi. Exactly. So amazing. Yeah, I I don't have anything to add. I think I think everything was executed amazingly. I think there was so many details and I'm I really need to rewatch it because I think that there's a lot in the details that I might not have picked up on the first mm. the yeah. first watch, but all in all, if you have not yet watched Mandalorian season 2, well, sorry, tons of this has been spoiled, but you should definitely get on that train. I, oh yeah, for sure. There's it's just highly recommend. And like I, I like we talked about in our, our Star Wars, The Fault in Our Death Star episode, it's just so exciting to mm. know what is now going to come, what's going to follow this. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm, for sure. So, season three. I guess, so the book of, the book of Boba Fett is coming out. Before Mandalorian season three. But they're kind of like, I mean, I guess they're going to be happening in parallel, but they might not really cross over. I I don't know. I have to like um, what I've read is that the Book of Fat is coming out next December. So December 2021. And then Mando season three is early 2022. Mm. I feel like there could be tie ins with both of them then. I feel like because it's going to start so far towards the end of 2021 and the other one says early 2022, I feel like there's going to be like a crossover at some point. I don't know. I feel like that's the that's the whole plan. Mm hmm. Okay. so what are you expecting? I think Mandalorian season three is going to focus very much on Mando, on Mm. Din Djarin and on his... I think it's going to be, you know, a lot of his quest in this season was... And, you know, season one was kind of figuring out what the heck he was going to do. And season two is really about figuring out, you know, where the child came from and, you know, placing the child in the best care possible so that he can thrive. But I feel like season three is really going to be about his journey on, you know, self-reflection and discovery and, you know where his people, quote-unquote, because he's not, he's not a Mandalorian from Mandalore, but he is, you know, by, by I don't know, by adoption or by, yeah. you know, integration, a part of Mandalore, and he's going to have to discover that culture and that that history. I, I feel like it's really going to be an, a, a self-journey at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the next season is going to really focus on Mandalore, yeah. Um, and I feel like it's going to really develop a lot more of like Mando's um, like self, right? I feel like it's going to be a little bit more like self-discovery because he, you know, if you think about it, like if he is in a cult, because we don't know. <laughs> if he was in a cult, he kind of has to like um, de, like, like unbrainwash himself. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it's going to be this whole like, well, maybe he doesn't agree, but maybe he does agree. Maybe he's going to go back to with the, the way that things were, right? He's created so many connections 
with all of these people around him throughout all of his different like adventures that you know it's it's going to be really interesting to see like what he does now i feel like if it had ended without the whole dark saber situation we would kind of be like okay cool like whatever happens to him now it kind of doesn't matter but because he now has this right this is like a new problem and so i kind of feel like that's going to be the focus yeah i agree so yeah that's I mean, what i'm expecting now are there things that you want to see but you don't know if it's going to happen i mean I would, I would obviously, and I don't, I don't think this will happen. I think it would be, you know, it would require too much to have Mark Hamill, you know, play a prominent role. But I would like to, at some point, see um, Mando reunite with Baby Yoda and kind of at least get a glimpse into, you know, what Luke was doing, who he was training. You know, it could, it could almost be kind of cool to see a young Kylo Ren at some point. I don't know. I'm throwing that out there because he did train him. We are getting closer to that that time frame where Kylo Ren was, you know, Ben Solo and being trained by Luke mm -hmm. as a child. So I don't know. I think I think something with that would be interesting. I don't know if we're going to get that. I think that's I don't think that's going to be the focus of season 3. If we mm. get to a season 4, maybe maybe but that would be, I think that would be interesting. Because I don't think we'll ever get a show, you know, specifically on that. Because there's just too much. It's 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 going too close to the movies. Like, we're, we're tying things in, but we're not riding the coattails either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's see, what I, I would. I feel yeah. like the whole Jedi aspect would definitely be super interesting to see more of that. But I kind of feel like delving into the Mandalorians, who in this series are the enemy of the Jedi. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that's where we're going to be diving into the most. As much as I would love to see Baby Yoda, Luke, more Jedi stuff, I feel like we're going to get that in a different series. This, mm -hmm. like, as the title says, The Mandalorian. Yeah. I feel like Absolutely. that's really going to be the focus. Yeah. So, we are, are super we... hyped up, and I think it's time to start playing some games. That's what I was going to say. It is <laughs> game time. Boop, boop. All right, we are back and it is game time. So we have two quizzes today and they're not BuzzFeed. So, nope. you know, this has Get been a it, sad BuzzFeed. day. A sad day for BuzzFeed. So we have two quizzes. I'll let you pick the one that you want to do. So we have whose Mandalorian armor are you getting for the holidays? I want to and do that one. You want to do that one? Okay. <laughs> I want to do that one. I All want right. you to read those to me. Okay, so let me ask you the other one. So it's would you make a good Mandalorian? All right. Answer these questions to find out. Let's do okay. it. So first question. What would be your most important weapon if you were a Mandalorian? Choices. Jetpack, flamethrower, blaster, none of these. I'm going with the jetpack. The jetpack. Okay. In your opinion, can only humans be Mandalorians? Yes or no? Mm, yes or no? Whew. No, I don't think so. No. I don't, I don't believe so. 
Oh, there's also the rule is unclear and unsure. Oh, I'm going to go with the rule is unclear. Okay. The rule is unclear. I didn't see that there were like four choices. Okay. Would you rather work for a Jedi Master or a Sith Lord? Jedi Master, Sith Lord, whoever pays more, unsure. (laughs) Okay. Well, whoever pays more is the Mandalorian answer, but I'm going to go with Jedi Master because I would love to be a Jedi. (laughs) Especially okay. if I can be with Qui Gon Jinn or Obi Wan Kenobi, like exactly. let's be honest, <laughs> let's be real. Okay. Let's be real. Scenario: You have just been hit with a large blast from an explosion. Do you take off your helmet in order to receive medical treatment? Yes. No. Only if it is a droid giving the medical treatment. Unsure. Mm. I'm going to say unsure. I'm going to be indecisive for this one. I, I don't know how committed I am to the helmet at this point. Perfect. Okay. Do you work better on your own or as part of a team? On my own, as part of a team, with one other person, unsure. With one other person. Okay. Do you consider yourself a family person? Yes. No. I have one family member I care about only, <laughs> unsure. Uh, yes. Unsure. Unsure. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best way to combat your enemy? Blitz attack, sneak attack, run away and hide. <laughs> None of these. <laughs> okay. Uh, sneak attack. <laughs> Run away and hide. Oh, yeah, I like that one, though. But I like the unsure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, so can you trust um, this woman? And it's a picture of Cara Dune. So, yes, no. Is that Gina Carano unsure? (laughs) Gonna go with yes. Okay, are Mandalorians a race of people? Yes, no, it is a creed. They were, but are not anymore, unsure. This is a hard one because we haven't explored this enough. I I feel like, I feel like they were, but they're not anymore, but they've become, but so now it's become a creed. So I, I'm going to go with unsure. I'm actually going to pick unsure because I I can't between those two. I think they're both right. Okay. If you were a Mandalorian... What item would you value the most? My armor, my helmet, my jetpack, none of these. The armor, definitely. The armor. Perfect. Gotta survive. Okay. Would you agree to capture a young foundling if there is a bounty on their head? Yes. No. It depends on how much the bounty is. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. I don't think I'm going to make a very good Mandalorian. (laughs) We shall see. Do you trust droids? Yes. No. It depends on the droid. Unsure. (laughs) Unsure kills me. It depends on the droid. Okay. Would you ever do battle with a Jedi? Yes, under any circumstances. No, they are too powerful. Yes, provided I have the correct weapons. 
unsure. <laughs> Let me stand here and think about it. Uh, yes, provided I have the correct weapons. I ain't going in there like a fool. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Scenario. Jawas have stripped your ship for parts. How do you get back the parts for your ship from them? Shoot them all. <laughs> negotiate with the Jawas. Steal my stuff back. None of these. Steal my stuff back. <laughs> Too funny. Shoot all of them was pretty close, though. Those, thi- those things are annoying. Okay. Select the character below whom you feel you can trust the most. Grief Karga. Mm-hmm. IG-11. Peli Mato. You remember who Peli Mato is? Yeah, she's the... She's the one the... who repairs the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the crazy auntie. With all the auntie. little droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last one is none of these. I, I pick her. I pick uh, Peli Mato. Okay. Show me my result. Oh my gosh. You have to sign up for our quiz of the day. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I will no, do it. no emails. Just show me my result. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. You'd make a great Mandalorian. Oh my gosh. I based do. I don't an, think I did. <laughs> based on your answers, you are clearly well suited to be a Mandalorian. I feel like I didn't, but okay. I mean,. I'm going to take a positive result for once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mike can be a Mandalorian. <laughs> exactly. Mike can be a Mandalorian, guys. And if you don't get that joke, you definitely need to watch our friends. Listen, I keep saying watch. You need to listen to our friends episode. There we go. All right. Let's get to your quiz. So this yes. one is called, Whose Mandalorian Armor Are You Getting for the Holidays? So we're a little bit after the holidays, but it's a late Christmas gift. Let's call it that. All right. So let's get started. What's your favorite kind of weather? Snowy, mild, crisp and cool, or hot and arid? Crisp and cool. Okay. Which side do you root for in a conflict? The Empire, the Separatists, the Republic, or the Rebels? The Rebels. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Pick a holiday sweater design. A Lothwolf, Jabba the Hutt, Mandalorian helmets, or the jo- or the child? Uh, Mandalorian helmets. Oh, that's pretty cool. Imagine a Jabba-themed Christmas sweater. That's no. cool. <laughs> no, under no circumstance. <laughs> okay, pick a festive treat. A box of candy, roll-out cookies, pie, or a variety tin of popcorn variety tin of popcorn Mm, i thought you were gonna go with the cookies interesting i'm not in a cookie mood these days to be honest Mm. with you i feel you i've eaten too many over the holidays exactly (laughs) that's the problem yeah okay pick your dream star wars holiday destination sorgon i'm not sure where that is so let me google that real quick Okay, Sorgon is a forest swamp planet. So. Oh yeah, that's isn't that where they go to blow up the um that's where they go to get the code for Moth Gideon's ship, no? I think yeah. Uh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me get back to the quiz. Mandalore, Navarro, and Camino. Do you remember Camino? That's where the clones are bred. Oh yeah. I like Camino. Okay. I like Camino. What's your favorite hobby? Hunting, spending time with friends, traveling, or arts and crafts? 
traveling. <laughs> Even yeah. though we can't right now, traveling. Okay. Pick a gift to give. A sweater, toys, jewelry, or a fruit basket. But to who? <laughs> Is it just to somebody? It doesn't say. So, uh, general uh, population. Uh, I'm going to say sweater. Okay. That's I feel like one. those are four very different gifts for four very different people. I mean, everybody likes a sweater. Yeah. Okay. P- pick a gift to receive. Ooh. Socks, okay. a gift card, a family heirloom, or a box of chocolates. Family heirloom. Mm-hmm. Yo, go big or go home. <laughs> yep. Okay, pick a favorite Star Wars character. Mm. The Child, mm-hmm. Han Solo, <gasps> Satine Kriz, or Krize, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, and mm-hmm. Ezra Bridger. Satine is in Clone Wars and Ezra is in Rebels. Han Solo. Yeah. You said Han Solo and I knew. <laughs> okay, last one. Finally, once you get your armor, will you ever remove your helmet? Never. Only in extreme circumstances. All the time. Or I'll keep it in the closet. Oh. <laughs> uh, the true answer is I'll keep it in the closet. But, <laughs> but, that, but this is, if I were a Mandal- like if I were to receive Mandalorian yeah. gear, mm-hmm. I would only take my gear off under extreme circumstances. Okay. Because it would be too awesome. So, you are getting Django Fett's armor (gasps) as the genetic template for the Republic's clone army, Django Fett is a formidable fighter. The foundling's armor was a gift when he was adopted by the Mandalorians. Now it's all yours. That's pretty good. That's That's pretty good. Although I was going to say that like, I would have, out of all the Mandalorian armor that I've seen, Bo-Katan's armor is like chef's kiss. I love it so yeah. much. Yeah, I think the design cool. is perfect. I think we're going to see a lot of a lot more like cool Mandalorian armor in the next season. That's I my feeling. So. That's my I feeling. I hope so. I loved her armor. I think it's so cool. It's very like owl. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. So anything you want to add to this Mando specific episode? I feel like we started the episode kind of like before we started recording and we were like oh we won't have that much to talk about that was like completely untrue (laughs) we have so much to talk about and i feel like there's just more to talk about with every series that comes out in this same universe and i am so pumped for that i'm so excited i think i think and we've mentioned it before but i think disney plus is doing a fantastic job and you know what a time to be alive, you know? I know. I know. <laughs> they timed it really well, though. Cons- I mean, considering there's a pandemic and people can only consume, you know, streaming media or straight-to-consumer media, mm-hmm. what a time to pick to move most of their top-quality content to streaming. That's all yes. I can say. Exactly. All right, well, this was a lot of fun. Yes. And, guys, this is episode nine there is only one episode left to this first season of sk chat Mm -hmm. that is that is crazy like i that's crazy i can't believe it's gone by so fast yeah exactly it's it's wild so the next episode you hear from us will be this season's finale 
Mm -hmm. Um, We're then going to take a short break and uh, we'll be back for season two. You will see. Stay tuned. So thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of SK Chat. Please check out our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash skchat, where you can find the show notes and all of the previous episodes if you've missed any. And you will also be able to find the links to all our social media, which we hope you will follow along with. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love for you to leave us a little review and a little rating. And that is all for this week. So thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye guys.